Hi, everyone. Cliff here. Uh, You probably noticed we already posted our regular North Carolina news brief earlier today, but we wanted to come back with some bonus content from WREL News. So what you're about to hear is in-depth reporting on the coronavirus pandemic that is taken from WREL's nightly 7 p.m. newscast. You can, of course, tune in to WREL every single day for the latest information uh, so you can stay up to date and you can stay safe. Thanks for listening. Much like restaurants, salons, and other businesses, schools will have to adopt some very specific guidelines before they open up again. The 26-page plan released this afternoon gives recommendations for everything from social distancing to cleaning classrooms. WRL's Keely Arthur has been gathering reaction to this from educators all afternoon. She's live in Raleigh after speaking with a local principal. Keely? Yes, well, we have spoken to a number of people, from a principal to a member of a school board, even to a person representing teachers across our state. All say that this is a step in the right direction and helps bring them a bit closer to their ultimate goal, which is to get kiddos back in the classroom safely. So here is what Governor Roy Cooper and state health officials are asking. They're asking districts to drop not one, but three separate plans. Plan A would be if things kind of go back to normal, school would go sort of business as usual. The second option would be moderate distancing, and that would probably be a way to reduce class sizes. And then the third option would be remote learning. These various plans are all based in if we see the number of coronavirus cases go up or down. And for Principal Matthew Bristow-Smith, it's really too early to know which plan he will have to choose. How confident are you that classes are going to start in a few months? So I'm not a soothsayer, but I will. I am confident that every superintendent, every principal, and every teacher are going to go to extraordinary lengths to try to reopen schools because we know there is no substitute for face-to-face instruction. Now, no matter what this plan is, whatever plan is needed, they say that they are going to have extreme social distancing practices put into place, as well as extreme disinfecting. That's going to cost a lot of money. Now, Keith Sutton, who is with the Wake County Public School System, says that they are going to use federal relief money. They received about $24 million to help do that. Um, But I spoke with a person who represents the North Carolina Association of Educators. He says there is not enough money right now within the state budget to help kind of cover the cost of all this. So we're going to have to look into other funding options. I'll send it back to you, Gerald. All right, Keely Arthur, live in Raleigh. Thank you, Keely. The next time you fly out of RDU International, you can expect some big changes. After travel nearly came to a standstill on late March and April, people are gradually getting back into flying. In fact, this past weekend, this past weekend, there was an increase with the TSA. 17% of what we saw a year ago, still 400,000 people were screened. Michael Langeth is the president and CEO of the airport. Michael, thanks for talking with us tonight. Let's talk about what it's going to take to get people back flying. I used to fly eight to 10 times a year, at least. And I've got to tell you, I am not so sure I'm ready to start flying again. How do you get me over that hump? We're going to try to get you ready to start flying because we think we're ready to get back to business again. First of all, I want to tell all of our customers, last year we had a record-breaking year. We had 14.2 million customers. So our thoughts and prayers go out to all of our customers. We want to make sure you're all healthy and safe right now, and we're excited about getting you back in those airplanes and flying again. 
what I thought I might do is kind of walk you through what you'll see as a customer as you mm -hmm. start entering our facilities and how you can prepare for the trip. As you start entering the facilities, you'll start seeing signs on the doors and the signs are going to remind you about social distancing and recommend that you wear face covering when you enter the facility. As you start coming up to the uh, ticket counter, you'll start to see we've got stanchions set up and each one of those stanchions is six feet apart. Got a sticker on the ground that continues to remind you, hey, don't forget about social distancing. And on each one of the stanchions will be signs reminding you about social distancing and also wearing a face cover. When you actually get to the ticket counter itself, there will be sneeze guards that are actually up there to protect you and also protect the workers that are there. As you walk through the security checkpoint line, it also has stickers and signage that remind you about social distancing and also wearing face covering. Once you get through security, Throughout our entire facility, we've got hand sanitizers. We've ordered about 125 hand sanitizers. We have about 78 so far that are deployed. That's been a little bit of a challenge in terms of supply of getting that in the facility. We're working hard to get all those in place. As you go to your gate, you'll notice that uh, shortly we will have seat coverings on certain seats. That will block some seats to allow some social distancing to actually occur in those gate hold room areas. And again, there'll be sneeze guards again if you need to go up at the gate agent and ask a question about where you might be sitting on that airplane. And of course, when you walk down that jet bridge, guess what? More stickers, more signage reminding you again about social distancing before you get on those airplanes. And, and Michael, those are ambitious and it makes me feel safe that if I come to the airport, uh, my health is being considered very thoroughly. But once I get on that plane, I can't roll down the window at 30,000 feet to get fresh air. I'm in recirculated air, and that is a concern for a lot of people. So uh, that is uh, fresh air that is uh, uh, fresh is brought into the aircraft. It goes through HEPA filters, and that air is replaced in a given hour of flight time. It's replaced about 12 times. It's, it's probably uh, one of the cleanest things you'll, you'll run into from a cleanliness standpoint is the air itself in the terms of the HEPA filters it uses and the amount of air that is uh, not recirculated but cleared out of that cabin on a frequent basis. Uh, big financial hit for the airport and the industry overall. Have about 30 seconds left here. You've got some money coming from the federal government. How has this changed priorities when it comes to your overall strategic planning? So our Vision 2040 plan, a lot of that was uh, long-term infrastructure. We put a lot of those projects on hold. We've deferred this year alone $110 million worth of construction projects. We hope we only have to put it on hold because we hope customers like you will return. Hopefully you decide to take some vacation since everybody's been cooped up in, in the house for such a long period of time and get out and enjoy yourself. And, and hopefully we'll be talking next year about uh, getting those projects started back up and, and, and getting the airport moving again. Uh, I like your optimism, Michael. I was supposed to be in Berlin tonight, so I understand. I'd love to be flying again uh, when I feel that, that comfortability level. I also have a responsibility as a passenger. What is my responsibility and the responsibility of other passengers? So I think the best thing you can do is just remember what your mother used to tell you. Wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. Make sure your hands are clean. Uh, make sure you bring with you uh, a mask uh, that you can wear on board the airplane uh, and uh, try to maintain that social distancing. I think if you do those things, uh, you'll find out you'll have a nice, safe experience. I also let the customers know that we are not only cleaning our facility uh, on a regular basis, we, we hit it at least twice a day, and then once at nighttime, a deeper cleaning. We're also disinfecting it as well. So clean the facilities, wash your hands, wear a face mask, 
those are the best things you can possibly do right. by saying RDU. Michael, thanks for your time. Michael Lang, president and CEO of RDU International. Keep up the good work.